It's time for Not Bad Dad with Fuzz. Why is this bear all sticky? <laughs> and Jeff. Hello. Hello. Let's start the show. What's that? You said that's what she said. I haven't busted out of that's what she said in a long time, but that seemed minorly applicable. So let's go with it. Yeah, let's roll with that. That works for me, man. How you doing today, brother? Good. How are you? Oh, I'm pretty well. I, uh, uh, I've been dealing with issues with millennials leaving their job and uh what yeah uh, issues millennial issues yeah millennial issues which makes me sound really old well you are oh that's true i am i keep looking at you over here but you're like really over here there we go so (laughs) i won't get too much into the millennial thing it's just been keeping me up at night trying to figure out how how to solve it yeah so because your job's not interesting or fun enough yeah, yeah, right, exactly. No, I mean, not your job isn't interesting or fun enough that you have something to do. It's that the jobs that they're leaving at your, I assume, your place of business aren't interesting or fun enough. Yeah, well, I think once they get out there past here, they'll realize, oh, wait. That was fun. <laughs> that was a gigantic mistake. We get free cereal and pop. Oh, we I get- used to work at a company uh, outside of Chicago right after I graduated and it was a cool company, and, and we did cool business. I just didn't really enjoy living away from people I knew and stuff like that. And it, right. it was awesome. I mean, I got paid, I mean, right out of college, and this is in 2000. I was making $33,000 a year, which at that point I had always been told, uh, if you can make your age, you're doing well. Okay. And I don't know if that's still applicable or not. But So that was a significant jump. and. Got free cereal and pop, and they got lunch all the time. And we worked for like major clients and web doing designing websites before the dot com fallout. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah. So I mean, it was you know the team wasn't the team I wanted to work with like I do now, and it's awesome. I love coming to work. So maybe it's just that they just don't value the job as much as they will in the future. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I've read a whole bunch of articles about it, and it seems like they always want it to be perfect, so they just keep hopping until yeah. they find something that's perfect and that, I don't know, I don't even need to get into it. But the fact is uh, that it's been difficult on me. I need to find you know a millennial. My next hire is going to have to be a millennial, with, or not, not necessarily a millennial. <laughs> it could be... If I hire another millennial is where I'm going, and I'll probably have to at some point in my life, uh, that person will have to really have work ethic. And it's hard to figure that out in a couple of job interviews. Should try and hire some veterans. That would be cool. I would be all about that. Tend tend to have better work ethic, in my opinion. Um, If you're a veteran and you're a good writer, send me your stuff. You could just uh, message the Not Bad Dad Facebook page. That'd be cool. You know what would be really cool is if our podcast got you a solid employee. I would love, 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 love to hire a veteran. I And I would love to hire a solid employee. I have tons of solid <laughs> employees. I, I, I want to preface this, or I guess right. it's, it's suffix this. I don't know. You want to fill the gap at your office 
of you have great employees and there's a gap where jobs tend to kind of come and go and you want to fill that with a solid employee. Right. right. Exactly. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but No, okay. no, that that is. But I have I have tons of great employees and it's been to the point where our business has grown so much that in my little sector of the business I've gone mm-hmm. from having myself and two employees to having myself and 15 employees. Dang. Yeah. Which means that I get to do a lot of hiring and it's my least favorite part of the job because it's the most difficult. Right. So do you guys do group interviews where everybody in the office, like on a second or third interview kind of gets to meet people to feel them out beforehand? Yeah, Yeah. we do that. And and we let them come through and, and see the, the building and, the workspaces and where they'd be situated and usually the joke is that if 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 i give a tour it means that i'm going to hire somebody is usually the joke so that said uh if i give you a tour and i don't hire you you're the joke (laughs) then then something happened on your end i I shouldn't be giving away my trade secrets yeah, yeah. Well, more than likely, not too many people listening to this podcast will be coming in for an interview. That's true. Though there are some that work here that listen. Hi, guys. Andy, hey. Tim. Good morning. Steve. Hey, Does Steve, Steve actually listen to the podcast? I told him to listen to it because we talk, we drop his name all the time. But I'm a bigger fan of Steve than Steve is of this podcast, I think, and I've never even met the guy. That's true, but that's probably because he's a wildly popular wrestler. That is cool. That is cool. Speaking of wrestling, I haven't followed pro wrestling actively. Uh, you know, I still kind of just glance at it. I, we don't even have cable to watch it, but I mean, you see it on Facebook pops up or whatever occasionally. Yes. I haven't really followed it since probably, ugh, gosh, 2003, 2004. Did you see they had WrestleMania this past weekend? I did and, see that. I, I didn't watch it, but I right. saw that it was on. And they had like. Hulk Hogan was on there, and Sting, and DX, and NWO. It was just like Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, I heard, was there. Wow. Thinking, what is going on, man? Right. They're they're doing a good job, like, pulling back all the old guys in for, like, the retro thing, which I think is smart because those guys are starving and, you know, could use the work, you know, for the cameo. And it's also kind of cool for the fans who remember them, so... By the way, did you see, speaking of retro, did you see that Bob Barker made a, an appearance on The Price is Right on April Fool's Day? No, I didn't. He hosted the show. He's like 91 years old. The whole show? Yeah, and it was his first time doing it in eight years, and apparently he was flawless. Dude, that guy is amazing. I mean, yeah. you just think about it. He is the quintessential game show host. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, it just establishes instant rapport with anybody he talks to. It's just fantastic. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Take that, I, Drew Carey. Well, you know, yeah, I I never really got into Drew Carey uh, hosting The Price is Right. I think he's probably gotten better, but, it, I mean, that's Bob Barker's show. You know what I mean? And, yeah. You know, they can always say with, like, The Tonight Show and things like that, you know, when people come and go. I mean, obviously, who was on? Somebody was on before Johnny Carson. I can't remember. But, I mean, that was really, like, Johnny Carson's show. I never really got into Jay Leno that much. I think that but, guy's name was Steve, too, wasn't it, before Johnny Steve Carson? Steve Allen? Steve Allen, I believe that's correct. Ding. Thank, thank you. I'm a vault of trivial knowledge. Uh, All right, you get to spin the wheel. <laughs> circle gets the square. Circle Here, gets the square. Wrong, wrong, wrong show. Um, but, uh, yeah. I'll take Jim like, J. Bullock for the Jim block. J. Hey. 
Jim J. Bullock. That's the old how. Not that's not even the old Hollywood Squares. That's the Hollywood Squares that you and I remember. Yeah. And then they came and did a newer version that I feel like Paul Harvey or somebody hosted. I'm Paul Harvey. No, it wasn't not Paul, Paul Harvey. Harvey. Steve Harvey hosted. Somebody <laughs> two like that. way completely different people. Yeah, yeah. Good day. I'm Paul Harvey. Good day. Now, the guy who created the in-show commercial. Yes. That so many. Uh, Political pundit talking head people are now abusing readily. Right. Yeah. LifeLock, Bose Radio. 1-800-Flowers. 1-800-Flowers. Thanks, uh, Hannity. The, the Vermont Teddy Bear Company. Oh, I was surprised. We are completely random on this episode, but I was surprised. I, I don't listen to the radio too much. I generally do audiobooks in the car on the way to and from work. Cause I have a bit what? Of a- <laughs> That's a whole other topic. Anyway. Uh, You're not reading. I don't. Hi, I Brett. Don't. Hey, Brett, we're just busting your chops. Um, but I heard the, the, what blew my mind, the Vermont Teddy Bear Company was offering a Fifty Shades of Grey bear for Hallow- or have Valentine's Day. Awesome. And I was just thinking to myself, you know, country, homey teddy bear company that'll mail you a teddy bear and, you know, soccer mom porn. You know, I mean, like, how does that get mixed together in a very casual, family-friendly way? Why is this bear all sticky? <laughs> and scene. <laughs> and scene. Can we go back to wrestling for a second? I have yeah, a story to tell you. Definitely. Uh, speaking of that, before you jump too far into whatever you're going to say, I heard I live in the, near the Minneapolis St. Paul area, and they are building a glass stadium for the Vikings to put their no trophies in. <laughs> and. <laughs> And I've heard that the guy who is in charge of either the stadium or operations for the Vikings now used to work for the WWE. Oh, yeah. And so they're speculating that WrestleMania will be here in a couple years or a year. So if you're into wrestling fuzz, you should come up and we'll go to WrestleMania. All right. We'll go. Uh, that sounds great. <laughs> so, Wow, that was not, no, I'm not even... patronizing at all. <laughs> Um, I'm looking for it. Didn't it come to the Bradley Center once? Maybe. Can you move it, your, it probably did. Can you move your camera up? Because all I see is your chesticle area. Thank you. <laughs> My eyes are up here, Claude. <laughs> Hello. Hello. My eyes are up here. I did. Okay, go back to the Do your wrestling thing. <laughs> do my wrestling. It's like I'm going to do an impersonation of a wrestler. Okay, I, the bit. I'm over by Steve as he's slaving away on Adobe InDesign or Illustrator or something. And he says to me, did I ever show you the pictures of when I ripped my ear off wrestling? (laughs) (laughs) So I, of course, said, no, I I have never seen your ear ripped off. That's something I would remember. Uh, And... By the way, when you start a conversation with, did I ever show you, and we've only known each other for like four months, uh, there's a good chance the answer is no. But, so he pulls out these photos. At, at one point, he got thrown, like, he and this guy were supposed to do this move, and this guy threw him into the turnbuckle, and it ripped his ear off. Oh. Not, not off, not completely off, but off enough, like off where they had to like sew it on and tape it to his head and but apparently he kept wrestling to the end of the match yes 
So that's dedication, and that's why he works with us. If you have that kind of dedication, please send me your resume along with cover letter and samples of your writing. And a headshot. And a, and a headshot. We don't need a headshot. You can be ugly as sin and work here, and, and you'll be just fine, just like me. Aw. Fuzz, who has a face for radio. I do. That's why we're not doing a vlog. <laughs> That would be a video weblog <laughs> for those of you who are joining us from 2003. By the way, I was going to Periscope this, but then I realized that... That sounds horrible. Oh, it, it was awesome. Uh, the other day in a creative meeting, I turned on Periscope and just put, this is why you shouldn't have creative meetings at 4 p.m. And it's like all oh, people just kind of sitting there like with their hands <laughs> on their face. We ended up coming up with some pretty creative stuff but <laughs> but it was i i got like 127 views from random wow. people it was nuts so how long did it last because like four maybe four minutes mm, so that's a lot considering it was that short i could see if it was longer and people joined over time i think it's because there are so many people jumping on to use it right now and not a lot of people have people that they're really following, so you get it in the the main yeah. feed when you log in. When any, whenever anybody logs in, and the more likes that happen, yeah. apparently the more feeds it shows up in. So nice. It was uh, it was pretty slick. But I was thinking about doing it for the recording of this show, which we do early in the morning, um, before Monday, and it's a, uh, but it, in. My, I'll call it my studio. It's my office. There, I have headphones on, so you won't be able to hear. It's my Jeff. mom's basement. It's my, it's by my basement. I'm working eh. in the lab. <laughs> Quiet, mom. I'm trying to do a podcast. <clears throat> so, anyway, what yeah, are you want? Cheesy poops. You're not. Why are you eating during the podcast? You're not. <laughs> what is this, Jeff? You were I you were soliloquizing. I, I, I need I'd let you go. I need fifteen minutes of your undivided chewing. Oh wait, no, I mean without you chewing. And uh, this is what I get: you eating during the podcast. <laughs> you literally have twenty three and a half other hours in the day, and you are eating during the podcast. Are you suggesting that I shouldn't have my mouth full when I am responding to your? What are dialogue? you? What are you eating today? Would it be a uh, some sort of long john with cream inside, Bavarian cream? Healthy. I uh, yeah. <laughs> I've been skipping breakfast, despite everybody always saying breakfast is the most important meal of the day. I've been skipping breakfast, and I feel better than I have in months. Really? Yeah, and I'm lost like sixteen pounds. It's been nice. a pretty pretty cool deal. So I I try to drink a lot of water. That's my my secret. Is I drink about. 100 ounces of water a day or more. There you go. Nalgene bottle. Drink it Nalgene. up. Um, this show sponsored by Nalgene. Right. <laughs> That's going to cost you. Yes. So Maybe we should talk about our kids. Yeah. I was family just going to there. Family life. Uh, speaking of that, I did. I want to let you know I, I did check out your daughter's uh, check-in pot pies blog. Yes, check- very well, very well done. Thank you. Check-in pot pies dot wordpress dot com. You didn't yes. even buy her her own URL. No, I didn't because I didn't know if she was ready for it or not. <laughs> I don't know if you're ready for that responsibility. Yeah, and and if she gives up on it, then you're not stuck with it. Well, I mean, if it's stuck with it, it's twelve bucks. I should probably just buy it. But I don't think anybody's going to be squatting on that. 
Well, maybe they'll hear the show and they'll they'll buy it just to squat on it. Now I have to go. Thanks, Jeffy. Just cost me twelve dollars. Or you can go edit it edit. out. <laughs> no, I'm sick of editing this podcast. I want it to be perfect from the start, Jeff. <laughs> My donut is just teasing me here. It's just sitting here just in the corner. Stop! Stop with the freaking donut. The last end of it. It's like the last four inches of it, and it's just sitting there, like. <laughs> Come on, Jeff. Eat me. What's wrong? <laughs> Come on, eat Johnny boy. Come on, Jeff. <laughs> so speaking, so yeah, the, 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 the blog was good. Very well done. Thank you. I appreciate. I, I appreciate the 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 dad encouragement to get technology going in in the, at proper cr- content creation technology in the hands of the youth. So good job with that. Thank you. And also at your advice, I purchased hopscotch. For you had to her. buy it? I thought it was free. Well, there's a free version, but I it has in in app, app purchases, purchases and I was like, nah, I'll just buy spend the ten bucks and get it with all the in app purchases I didn't already. So it's her new favorite app, which is nice. Cool. Mm-hmm. And she wants to play it all the time. Um and by play I mean learn on it. So it's good. It's yeah. Fun. Uh hopscotch in, in case we have new listeners. That yes. happens. We have new listeners sure. occasionally. Uh, Hopscotch is a hey new listeners. It's a, a mobile app you can download from an app store, if you will, and then it uh, helps kids understand programming mm-hmm. through some drag and drop uh, tactics, and then you can adjust things along the way and kind of make things happen. It's kind of a fun thing. Yes, it is, and it's only available on iOS right now. So unfortunately, mm. if you don't have an iPad or an iPhone, or you an are iPod touch. Or an iPod Touch, you are SOL. There you go. There you go. Now, my next project with my daughter is to build a garden box. Oh, okay. Those are pretty straightforward. Yeah, and we don't have any gardening. I mean, we have space for a garden at our house, but we don't have a garden. Right. And all of our flower beds are filled with rocks because the person who previously owned the house thought that would be a good idea. It's (laughs) not. If you're ever thinking of doing it, don't. But we're yeah we're gonna build a garden box here in a couple weeks and nice I saw a really cool plan for one I'm I'm sort of a wannabe amateur woodworker mm-hmm. and I say wannabe only because I I see all these cool projects I want to do and I just don't ever find the time to do them right uh, my grandfather was a carpenter and so my dad was really heavy into it and so that's where I think I get it from but <clears throat> I found a really awesome plan for taking a used pallet mm-hmm. and turning that into a garden box because then the rows are already there. You basically seal off the edges of where okay. you don't want it, and then you fill it with dirt, and then the rows are already there because that's the empty spaces in the pallets. We found out how quickly pallets go these days. People want pallets for everything. I know. It's like the new hot thing on Pinterest. Apparently. Right. Yes. Thanks, Pinterest. Um, but Destroying lives, Pinterest. Every spring, we do a spring cleaning here at the agency, and there were a bunch of old pallets, and we put them out by the road, and those things, man, they went fast they so. are they're well they're awesome i mean you can do a lot of things you can break them down and like again pinterest has all these kind of cool projects you can either use with them or break them down and make things out of like i saw someone make a wine rack yeah oh a yeah pallet mm-hmm. um but they're just handy to have even if you have like a storage unit or something like that just to get your stuff up off the ground so right yeah they're yeah. they're good for everything because it's wood and right. <laughs> and it's already pre-cut <laughs> it's not like that stuff grows on trees or anything yeah, right exactly come on um 
Yeah, so I, I would recommend that. I don't know if were you going to bl- build just a straight out box or were you going to do something kind of uh, recycly like that? So my thought was to build a box, but then to put removable uh, fence around it that uh-huh. are, are like uh, like frames with fences in it, so that yeah. we keep out the rabbits because there are tons of rabbits in our yeah. yard. Those things multiply like rabbits. Yeah, and. My God, my dog, they just drive my dog nuts. They, like, sit in front of the door like, hey, dog, look Why don't you let the dog out after him? Well, because she'll run after them forever, and we'll never see her again. So, Oh, that's right. You're getting a fence, but you don't have one right yeah, now. Yeah, we are going to get a fence, but okay. we currently do not have one. There you go. I think mm-hmm. a 22 might take care of those rabbits for you, too. That's bit. what I always say. I'll, we'll be at dinner, and there'll be, like, two rabbits sitting at the door taunting the dog, and I, I'll say uh, something like, uh, excuse me while I go get my gun, and then the girls start crying. Don't, Dad, don't do it. Uh, it actually is not how it really goes, but no, um, it usually goes. I'm gonna shoot those. And they both look at me like you're not gonna shoot that, <laughs> and you're like, well, I'm just gonna sit here and finish my chicken pot pie. Eat your vegetables, right? Yeah. So nice. We don't have too many critters by our house. Where uh, the other house we lived in in town. Uh, a couple years ago was just I would say overrun nah, that's, that's a bad term It's in, it was in the town, it was in the city uh, it was kind of on the edge of town, had a full acre but we had gophers and moles like oh. crazy did so, you have moles or voles? both, Okay. Yeah. all, all coach had all yeah, they're both evil they, they are, they're horrible and so, yeah man, I got good at trapping moles, the gophers are hard to get I actually did at one point. My wife showed me. She's like, "Look, there's a gopher out there. Like you could see it. It was like sticking its head up out of the hole, and then, then it would go down and it throw dirt over its shoulder, and then it stick its head up, almost like in Caddyshack. Okay, it's very similar. Did and you blow I it up with a, dynamite. Well, I, in a very Bill Murray sort of way, <laughs> I have a short spade, and I honestly went out thinking I could maybe sneak up on it. And hit it with the shovel when it came up one time. And I got within about five feet. And then at that point, I was, you know, the angle of where it would stick its head up, it could see me then. And so, oh. so it got away. But I, I still. And we saw. also got six more weeks of winter. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, right. That is the dumbest thing, too. Did we cover that on this podcast? Why? The, the Groundhog Day thing. You know what slays me about that is that it's backwards, right? So, like. Yeah. If the groundhog comes out of the hole and sees its shadow, that means that the sun's out. So, therefore, you would think that that means <laughs> that it's nice out and, therefore, the spring should be coming sooner as opposed to not seeing a shadow. And, you know, I don't know. It just it seems completely backwards to me. But then again, predicting the weather based on an animal, you know, running in and out of a hole seems also pretty arcane. Well, I could see it if it was like something really in nature because, you know, like – like birds and things know when it's about to rain and things like that. So I yeah. can see if it was really something out of nature, but it's this fat groundhog that they've had in a cage, and then they're like, hey, we're going right. to stick you in a hole, and then you come out and uh, don't bite my face, but you come out and you tell <laughs> us whether it's going to be winter. best. <laughs> He's making reference to in Sun Prairie, Wisconsin, they do something very similar. They do a Groundhog's Day thing, and they, mm-hmm. and they have the – they're basically trying to do what they do in Punxsutawney where the guy, the mayor gets dressed up and they bring out a groundhog and everything. So I guess this year the, the mayor leaned over to hear what the groundhogs had to say mm-hmm. if it was going to be spring or not. And the groundhog bit his face. 
bit him in the face. I predict six more weeks of rabies shots. <laughs> yes, perfect. I wonder, did he have to get rabies shots? I don't know. I, be- I, I, wonder, he- I wonder if the groundhog got put down. I would, oh, th- yeah, that, I wonder if that was covered. I don't mean put down onto the stage, folks. <laughs> I mean, put down into the ground. And not in this hole where he lives, either. I mean, oh, in, a, in a different hole that they dug specifically to put this groundhog in it. Right. I mean, I don't fault the groundhog, honestly. If I was the groundhog, I would bite that guy in the face. Well, the groundhog should have known better. <laughs> nice. I got a question for you, and this is getting back to the weather thing. And yeah, only man. because I tend to be, I don't want to say gullible, but I tend to believe my friends when they tell me things that seem legitimate. Okay. I had a friend, a common friend of ours. His, uh, his, the first letter of his first name starts with a J. Okay. You could kind of go from the rest of his name sounding the same as that. Okay. <laughs> Told me at one time that... Uh, J, huh? Hmm. <laughs> right. He also likes the cults, but I'm not going to fault him for that. Ugh. Uh, he told me one time that cows can tell when it's going to rain and then they end up laying down. Is that correct? I mean, or is that just a coincidence? Because it does seem to be the case. Let me Google that for you. Oh, cows I didn't, I didn't watch to Google it. I wanted down. you to tell me if you knew or not. I don't know. No, I don't know. So Do cows lay down? Not likely. Cows lie down for many reasons. There's no scientific evidence that rain is one of them. Okay. That I mean, according don't get to- me wrong. I know animals lay down more than just when rain's coming. It's obvious. But it did seem to be that they were always laying down when it was about to rain. So, Well, it could be that you're just trying to uh, see that see that yeah like yeah. i bet you if you drive past some cows right now there's probably a few that are laying down and it might not exactly. even be laying right but rainy, in that rainy. instance yeah <laughs> whatever i switched so, to decaf by the way which is that's just dumb why don't you just drink water because i like to taste the coffee actually i take that back in the morning i drink one cup of regular but throughout the day i only drink decaf now mm. and, and uh I've been sleeping better. What do you know? Except for I only slept like three hours last night, but that's just because of millennials. Um, and pretty soon it'll be because you have a newborn. Yeah, I'm just prepping myself. Maybe these millennials are prepping me for actually having a, another child. What generation is that going to be that our kids are going to be in, our new kids are going to be in? Mm, good question. Generation A? We'll just yeah. go back to the beginning? Maybe. That'll be something lame. I actually kind of don't like it when they label all the generational things, just because it tends to be a lot of the grumpy old man Yeah, I know. That's stuff. me. It is. I mean, I it is. But I mean, you know. And that was the other thing, too, is I I can't remember. Are we... We're not millennials. I mean, I guess we're Generation X. What's yeah. the one before that? Or there's Y is after that? or before? I think we're Generation one? X. Is there a Y? Yeah, Generation Y is actually, I think, after the millennials. I don't know. But it's like I kind of feel like a lot of times just like horoscopes because God knows that's true too. Uh, <laughs> that, you know, like there's like kind of a cusp where you kind of mix between the two of them. And then I just realized, you know, that's just being young or at least in that age group. And so everybody just needs to stop with the generational crap. Uh, let's see. I see in a 2012, lot of add age through in the towel by conceding that millennials is a better name than Gen Y. So Gen Y and millennials are oh. the same. Ah, I did not know that. I just see a lot of conference presentations on how to deal with millennials or how millennials think about things. And it's like, that just seems so 
I'm going to say rude, but that's not the right answer to something that, you know, you actually have to have a presentation on how to deal with a certain person who was born in a certain time. I mean, are you that are people that far out of the loop that they don't understand that, hey, this person's young and they probably think about things different than me and and, and I'm not going to go out of my way to learn about it. But well, I, mean, I, I will say presentation will tell me how to like deal with them in the workplace. I will say that like my parents, for instance, aren't baby boomers. They're on the outside of that. I believe they're like right on the outside of that. Right. That generation. And they're different than the previous generation like they i mean but like but i a part of that has to do obviously with the technologies that we have and the you know right. types of communication that we have but just the life experiences you go through a lot of the people who are getting out of college now or within the last few years right didn't have to worry about losing their job during the last big recession and things like that so there's um I get it. We're getting kind of deep here today. I know. I know we are. How about a dad tip? You ready for a dad tip? I yes. You are you going to go first, or am I going to go first today? I don't know. Let's uh, let's Rochambeau. You ready? All right. One, two, three. Uh, you get it. You get. You get uh, to go speaking first. of rock paper scissors, my kids have like I don't know if this is a school thing or if they just do it at home. They've created all of these new elements to add to rock paper scissors like oh. sandstorm and tornado and all of these things yeah and so we'll play and i'll say how do you even keep track of what beats anything anymore because that's just a pain because we tried to play something like that at work where it was like spock and all this other stuff yeah. and it's just my daughter uses lasers sometimes Ooh, one finger laser beats oh. everything oh. Uh, except <laughs> that's for never a, good except that's for not- a, except for the mirror if you put up the mirror then that blocks it bounces it back to her and then the person uh-huh. in the mirror wins, but if you have a rock in a mirror, the uh, the rock, rock wins. must win because you know. Yeah. But I don't it's know. A rock. I don't know. It wins between the scissors and a mirror. <laughs> so okay, we're getting way off topic. Um, <laughs> my dad tip is: if you are having, when you're buying furniture or anything like that for your kids, mm-hmm. well, it might be nice to buy the lovely pink bed, yep. not the bed set, just the bed, the hardware, the bookshelf those things try and buy things that are more neutral whether they're wood colors or even white i think is acceptable for a boy to have mm-hmm. uh we're buying bunk beds for our daughters because now um our forthcoming baby boy <laughs> mm-hmm. is gonna have uh one of our daughter's rooms and then the two girls are gonna bunk together so uh one of my daughter we she really wanted a white bed and we couldn't get that for the bunk bed but ended up getting gray which i think okay. will be nice too because yeah, that works Gray is actually better, I think, because, you know, it can look really good with pink. And then also, if the boys ever wanted those as individual beds, gray is also good. But they have white beds now. So I would say is if you can avoid getting the, you know, very, you know, the red race car bed or. <laughs> right. Or, uh, you know, they're fun to have. But, I mean, if you can, you know, multipurpose that stuff and stretch it a little bit longer, you're going to be better off in the long run. So avoid the temptation at least for the the hardware you can always customize it with the the pillowcases and whatnot but there you go that's a good tip that would be it my tip for the day is rent books on your digital reader from your library and it's a free easy quick way to give your kids books that they can read and you can uh, keep them entertained for hours with uh with books right from the library, and you don't have to like go buy 
new books from like the Kindle store or, or Barnes and Noble or anything nice. like that. Um, all you have to do is uh, visit your local library's website and they should, it should pretty much tell you right on the homepage, depending on the library and, uh, or search for the portion about renting books online. Uh, look for the overdrive. Um, they have to be connected to the overdrive network. And then all you need to do is enter your library card number and click, uh, get for Kindle and it will send it right to your Kindle account. You log in with your Amazon account and it'll send the book right there and you can um, check it out for like two weeks or so and uh, put it back in when you're done and and go get another book. And it's a real easy way to keep your kids reading different things without having to go and buy a lot of stuff or actually drive to the library. (laughs) Is that that something where you would have to log in through your own account and then send it to the Kindle or if the kids had their own library card, they could go in and search for stuff. So my daughter has her own, she has a nook. Um, she has a, her own library. It also works in nook. Um, she has her own library card. She goes to our local library website. Um, she clicks over to the overdrive app from there and she does this all on her nook. Right. And then, um, she enters, uh, well, the library numbers all saved in there, but she uh, logs in and then it, um, you know, we find the books that aren't checked out and it, sends it there so that's cool do they have uh would you call juvenile fiction and or is it oh yeah they've got everything really Um, yeah they've got everything from um you know they have like toddler books yeah they have toddler books and all that so you could read a book to your toddlers yeah from that oh that's cool i didn't know that yeah so check it out there you go that's nice that is an awesome tip thanks man so two good tips today look at that we show prepped that's (laughs) wonderful and that'll do it for the uh, for this week's show. So hey. we will. Hey. hey, no, I'm doing the music from the, the outro. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, have a good right. good one, and we'll see you soon. All right, take it easy, man. Join us next Monday for another edition of Not Bad Dad, and like us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash Not Bad Dadcast.